0: Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We've ha- we're happy that you've joined us today. We are going to take your calls. The number to join us is 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. Is Rishi Sunak the Antichrist? Doug, you hate doing this show. I do. <laughs> you hate it when we ask this question. I do hate that. Why in the world are we asking
1: this question today? Well, because here's a guy that's coming along, and he's new to everybody, and he's got a lot of really interesting connections to things, and so now he's the new prime minister of uh, Great Britain. So, uh, no one can see you, but you look lovely. As, well, thank uh, you, as Joe would say. As in Joe new York, would say, you, know, um, you look marvelous, Doug. Um, even though we can't see, you. there I am. There you hey. are. Hey. <laughs> um,
0: so. You hate it because it's like, you know, how many times are we going to ask this question about all the different people? And that's fine. Yeah. Um, this guy's particularly interesting, Doug. He is. People yeah. are asking us. They want to know, is mm-hmm. he the Antichrist? Yeah. So that's the reason we're doing this show. Um, what he represents is a lot like what we've been seeing from the World Economic Forum, from people like Trudeau in Canada, from Klaus Schwab. The list goes on and on, Doug, and it's quite interesting how all these leaders are being positioned uh, into power in their um, countries. Yeah. And it's all aligning
1: um, together, just like the Bible said it would before Jesus' second coming. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that makes this an interesting situation, Vince, is that uh, the prime minister that was just before him. Uh, she was only in office for 45 days, so she wasn't in there very long, and she's gone. And there's not a whole lot of information of why uh, Liz Truss is no longer there, but she uh, she stepped away. She resigned, and now they had this new uh, election for this, and people dropped out of the race, and it kind of elevated this, this gentleman to the top. And, and so... It's interesting because of what we're going to talk about today and some of the things that we uncovered as we started looking into him a little bit. Uh, didn't take long to find some of this information. And I'd really like to go back and study him out just a little bit more so that I, I know more about him. Well, because, this is brand new. Yeah, this just happened today. Men, like hours ago he was yeah, elected. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's fresh information, hot off the press um it just goes to show you too how much our listeners are in tune with things that are going on now that excites me because to to know that there's sometimes
0: when they email us and we hadn't even heard about it yeah yeah
1: exactly and so it it excites me because i know they're paying attention to things that are going on in the world vince and so uh when when they're contacting us and going hey have you heard this have you heard this it it makes it that much more special to be able to go in there and start doing stuff because i know people are paying attention well we're talking about world leaders that have been Put in positions of power
0: just in the last couple of years, and the the messaging that is coming out from them, and in particular uh, Rishi Sunak, who is now the Prime Minister of Great Britain, mm-hmm. um, he is aligning with those things. Yes, and that makes me start thinking about how important you know. There's a there's a big election coming here up here in the United States. I don't know yeah. if people are aware, but we are two weeks or so away from election day. November 8th is election day yeah. here in the United States. It's a big one. It is. Um, the midterms here. So um, it's extremely important. We um, certainly could see people voted in that are um, have the same messaging as uh, Rishi Sunak or Klaus Schwab or uh, Trudeau from Canada. There are many candidates that will be on the ballot that share the same views as these people. Um, we felt like it was important to do a special weekend that focused just on um, these topics that surround Election Day um, that we can look at and and see Bible prophecy in, in these stories. And so we're doing that, actually. Um, Online Prophecy Weekend is... I believe it's November 4th and 5th, November 3rd and 4th. One of those two, I'm, I'm messing it up, but I, it's the weekend right before Election Day. You can go to ntime.com slash OPW to learn more about Online Prophecy Weekend. We're going to have four total sessions. One's going to be from me, one's from Doug, one's from Dave, and then we're going to do a fourth one with all three of us answering questions that you've submitted or talking about topics that you have submitted. You can go to endtime.com slash OPW to learn more. This event is totally free if you're an End of the Age Plus subscriber. You can do that at endtime.com slash opw. But if you're a subscriber, it's totally free to you. The reason why it has to be on End of the Age Plus is because we are going to be talking about things that Facebook will censor. We're talking about things that YouTube will censor. They will turn the video off. You will not be able to watch it if we do it um, that route. If we try to do it on television... It won't get approved before it makes it to air. Things like that we have to be um, um, conscious of because we obviously want to still be on the air and broadcasting to the world. And so um, we are having to do it exclusively on End of the Age Plus to avoid censorship. So we're going to talk about some things on there that go a little bit deeper than we normally would on on the daily show because it'll be exclusive on End of the Age Plus. So go to endtime.com slash OPW. It's the weekend just before Election Day. It will be free to all Into the Age Plus subscribers, and also um, immediately following the stream, it will be on demand. We realize not everyone can make it live, uh, but it will be on demand for the End of the H Plus subscribers as well. So be sure to do that. You can actually sign up for a free trial uh, today if you would like. Um, go to endtime.com slash OPW.
1: Doug, what are you going to be talking about for that I'm going to be talking about uh, the destruction of America and what we can do to try to fix that. Still hadn't come up with a title yet. I've got to come up with my title. <laughs> the de-
0: that's, a, that's a pretty good topic to consider, Doug, mm-hmm. because Election Day is here. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, Abraham Lincoln had an interesting quote. I don't know if you referenced it or not, but... Um, I did not reference it's like, it, so go ahead and get the he, Well, quote. he talks, I don't know it word for word, but he talks about if America is destroyed, it will happen from within. Yeah. And so um, we need to be a praying people. We need to be concerned about who's elected. We need to be concerned about who, you know, Doug, oh, man. You're going to start preaching right well, now. Well, I'm but. just a little annoyed because Beto O'Rourke was at the Potter's House this weekend. Mm. It's all over the Internet. It's not like I'm shining light on something that I shouldn't be. It's it's all over the Internet. And I'm thinking one of the biggest abortion candidates there is, yeah. is being promoted at a church. Being yeah. welcomed and promoted at a church. And, and so, it's a pretty
1: big church, too. It's the a Potter's
0: House, a huge church. Massive church mm-hmm. in, here in the Dallas area. Yeah. And so... These election, this election that's coming up is extremely important. We need to be praying and seeking the Lord and figuring out who is on the ballot and how we're going to vote. And we need to get out and vote. And amen. Know,
1: that's right. Pray,
0: lots of prayer, lots. Because ultimately, regardless of who's elected, Doug, God's will will be done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want
0: to be on God's side. Amen. We want you all to be on God's side. Uh, you can start by going to endtime dot com slash reborn and seeing what it means to be born again and being born into God's kingdom. Um, We'll be right back. We will be taking your calls again. The number to join us is 877 877 363 8463 Is Rishi Sunak the Antichrist? He's the new Prime Minister of Great Britain. That's what we're talking about today. We'll be right back. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according
2: to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com/future or call 800 time That's 800-363-8463.
3: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry.
4: television and radio programs is holding a free prophecy conference near you gain peace and understanding about what the bible says concerning end time prophecy call one 800 end or visit endtime.com slash events for more information
0: Welcome back to Into the Age, Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. Former Treasury Chief Rishi Sunak is now the Prime Minister of Great Britain. Doug, he is a Goldman Sachs alumnus, an Oxford graduate. He's a proponent for central bank digital
1: currencies.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is an interesting one. He's backed by China.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting, um, and especially when you find out why, because some of the things that he's in favor of, some of the things that he uh, backs through some of the organizations, I don't want to give too much away because I want everybody to hang on and, and listen to some of this and, and where we're going from here, because it's it's fascinating. I mean, this is a, a truly out of Great Britain to hear that this guy's come kind of out of no, nowhere, but he really hadn't as far as I just hadn't heard a lot about him. But he's been around for a while. But it's kind of like he's, he's risen to the top. And it's very interesting what we're going to kind of peel back and look at today. Is so, Rishi Sunak the Antichrist? You know, he, he comes from the right place, from the right region to be. We'll just, you know, what I always say, we will not know until we know. But uh, he well, is Well, sometimes you say
0: no. Yeah, like, was, sometimes Is, o, is Barack Obama the Antichrist? No,
1: because... They, is
0: Donald Trump the Antichrist? No,
1: because they're not from the right areas. But so when I say is Rishi Sunak the Antichrist, he is from the right area. He what is, about the fact that he's Hindu? I you know the the Bible doesn't really give us a, a clue about that, but it does say that he will not regard the gods of his fathers. So I mean it, I don't know all the ins and outs of how that's going to work, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I you just
0: know, one thing I think about is okay, we teach that the Antichrist is going to be in lockstep with the false prophet Mm -hmm. we believe the false prophet will be the pope yep and we believe the antichrist is going to stand on the temple mount and the jewish people are going to believe at least for some time that he is the messiah
1: yeah well not just him lots of different religions too because i mean you've got you're going to have a christian representative there well he's more uh he's getting to the point to where he's more of a uh you know, a world religious leader more than anything because he's he said that there are other ways to God than what we Christians believe. I mean the the standing Who are you talking about? the Pope right okay. now. The standing Pope has said there's other ways to God and that people can get to God.
0: Well that'd be um, a great
1: way for him to introduce that to the world. I'm telling you. So we I mean we just don't know. It's one of those things we'll have to watch very carefully, but I we wanted to be able to give everybody the information that we can right now about what we've been able to find out. Because, like, you know, we have the 50 characteristics of the Antichrist and what to look for. I don't know if he's going to fit any of these. We'll just have to wait. and have, see Did we happens. make up those characteristics? Where's that from? Those are from the Bible, so from Scripture. It's
0: not end time commentary or no, whatever. Those, it's We give Scripture right, references. Right. Go to com slash antichrist and you can read all 50 of those. Characteristics or prophecies about what the Antichrist will be like. And so check that out. Now, specifically on Rishi Doug, uh, he's former Treasury uh, Chief, which, from what I understand, is like the third most powerful person in Great Britain uh, to some degree. Not exactly sure how all that works, but I've heard people say that. Okay. In my um, reviewing of him, um, he was chosen today with their hope that he will be a safe pair of hands to guide the country at a time of economic and political turbulence. The victory marked a historic moment for Britain. Sunak, who is from the U.K.'s large South Asian community, will be the country's first prime minister of color. But the challenge is facing the third prime minister this year. Mm-hmm. Are enormous. He must try to shore up an economy sliding toward recession and reeling after his predecessor's brief, disastrous experiment in libertarian economics, while also attempting to unite a demoralized and divided party that trails far behind the opposition and opinion polls. In his first public statement, Sunak said, The United Kingdom is a great country, but there is no doubt we face a profound economic challenge. We now need stability and unity, and I will make it my utmost priority to bring our party and our country together. Sunak takes over from Liz Truss, who quit last week, and she was in office for 45
1: days. Yeah, and so so one of the things about this is he comes from the United Kingdom. So he comes from an area where Daniel uh, explains to us that we we believe that this is an area where the Antichrist will come from. So we have, uh, actually the Bible talks about a ten-nation union that will rise up and that the Antichrist will rise up out of that ten-nation union. But we believe that that is in Europe and that the Antichrist will come from somewhere within Europe. And with the United Kingdom being right there in Europe, and not only that, but we've got, uh, you know, in Revelation thirteen one and 2, uh, one of the characteristics of the world government beast is it has the mouth of the lion, and the lion does uh, symbolize Great Britain. Uh, and so we, we've we got that uh, prophecy that we go by and we look at and we understand, and he comes from this area. And not only that, but he, uh, he seems to be somebody that a lot of people respect, and a lot of people with a very uh, enormous amount of power respect him. And so... Uh, He's he's just one of those interesting people to look at. But don't you find it interesting as well, Vince, that uh, it's not just Europe that's under this economic turmoil. Uh, It seems to be a worldwide thing right now. And a lot of it is blamed on covid and the lockdowns and all those things. Um, You know, but we've seen some bad decisions made in, in our own country by. Uh, political leaders that have done some things, and we've scratched our head and said, "Why are they doing this?" You know, at this time when we're struggling anyway. But you, you have that going on all over the world. And then remember when Israel—they're on what their third prime minister. I mean, they had to have three different uh, elections since Netanyahu. And so we're we're looking at these weird power changes that are happening. But isn't it fascinating that? Now the leader of Israel is leaning toward that two-state uh, government with the Palestinians, and he's talking more like a a globalist would, and he's in power right now. And then you've got this fellow who comes up, and he's talking more like a globalist would. And so it's very interesting at the power play that's going on all over the world right now and the people that are being set up in these governments.
0: But it doesn't... like. I'm looking at it going, is it really that weird, though?
1: Well, no, not based on what we know from from prophecy. You're right. When
0: you throw that lens away, (laughs) it's weird. Right. And you go, man, this seems strange that all these things are happening all at once. It feels uh, catastrophic to a degree. It feels um, like you're walked into a really messy room and you're just like, man, I just... Got to clean something up, you know. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But when I when I look at it through the lens of Bible prophecy, I'm going. We talked about this a little bit before the show. Um, you know, the Bible says, "Come out of her, my people." Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen when we are comfortable and we believe so similar things that it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah, there's going to be some very clear dividing lines, and I think. The spirit is going to move on people from a religious perspective, but we know like what we're talking about is primarily political, but this is shaping the way people think and the right. way we view politicians and the way we view governments and and uh, government programs and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's forming the way we think in our culture. And so what's happening is, to me, I, I see it happening so clearly, is that there's clear dividing lines being set, and there's going to be a time, and it feels like it's very soon, where it's like okay, if you 're not full on board with what seems to be sci fi crazy ideas that just a few years ago would have been viewed as uh, invasion of privacy and mm-hmm. um, you know government overreach and and different things like that, you know just a few years ago it would have been viewed that way, but now right. it's like if you 're not all on board with that and everything that comes with it, yeah then you're going to be separated out and so you either have to choose one way or the other and when you choose one way you're like ousted from all this section and that feels like it's it's forming very well it's quickly but it feels slow right now but it, it feels like it's just getting ready to burst and and
1: the dividing lines will be clear. But right. that's... Well, I mean, it, with, in line with what you're saying, too, you look at what the World Economic Forum did back when they had their meeting in Davos this year. They had their own police department established. These guys who looked like, you know, they, were, they meant business. <laughs> Big buff dudes carrying machine guns and had uh, WEF patches on the side of their shirts. And if they were told ahead of time that if you're coming to Davos and you're going to speak against anything that we're talking about, it won't be tolerated. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't even have a voice. You're either all in or you're on the outside, just like you just said. And so we're starting to see these people that are being called up to these positions. It seems as though they're inside people for sure.
0: But all like when you're not all in with that yeah. and you have to pick a side and make it clear, it starts to mean that... I'm all in with Jesus. Right. Like I obviously have to choose that. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm thankful that this is coming because this revival that we've been preaching about is coming.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's coming soon. Come out of her, my people, is going to happen, and people are going to shift where they go to church, who they vote for, yeah. how they um, go about their weeks. You know, what groups they're part of. Mm-hmm. All of that is going to ex- we're going to experience a major shift. And God's people are going to stand out like we've never stood out before. yeah. And it's going to be an exciting time. Absolutely. In more ways than one. Oh, yeah. And, and I just can't wait because it means we're that much closer to Jesus coming back. Mm-hmm. And the great reset that's coming from a kingdom, from a God's kingdom perspective, that's going to happen soon.
1: Yeah.
0: And we both believe it's going to happen in our lifetime. We do.
1: Yes, sir. And um, I can't wait for that day. It'll be pretty, uh, pretty amazing and remarkable when we start. I mean, it's pretty exciting right now just to be where we're at and seeing things begin to take shape the way they are. I mean, it gets you fired up and excited about stuff. So, uh, yeah, we live in some of the most exciting times. I, I, I think probably Vince, when we get to heaven, uh, you know, we're going to have all these questions for the apostles, and I, I bet they are going to want to know. Well, what was it like to be alive when you were there? You know, right before Jesus came back the second time. So, anyway, we live in some very exciting times. I don't know when that will happen, but
0: frankly, I don't care to spend any time with those apostles. I'm trying to get to Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I'll hear just you. be
0: like, I think they'll be like, hey, why are you trying to talk to me? Well, I think when we're breaking bread, sitting around, we'll have some yeah, swapping stories it'll, it'll back be and interesting forth and see how it all plays out. <laughs> um, Doug, Lisa from Kentucky is watching on Facebook, and she wants to know, could Zelensky be the Antichrist? We're not talking about Zelensky today. We're talking about Rishi Sunak, the new prime minister of the United Kingdom. But Zelensky is head of Ukraine Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and is an interesting figure. We haven't done that show yet, have we? No, we haven't. Maybe later this week. (laughs) Is Zelensky the Antichrist? You never know. You just
1: never know. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so is he uh,
1: or is he not well or? let's just focus on uh, on Rishi today we'll talk about Zelensky another time I but mean, is like, he a no
0: like Barack Obama uh
1: I, I don't know that we could say that he's absolute no I don't know uh I don't know enough about him yet to right. really to really gauge a response
0: on that perfect uh Rishi Sunak, the new UK prime minister the Goldman Sachs part Doug this is interesting. He's an, he was an analyst at Goldman Sachs. What
1: makes that so interesting? Well, Goldman Sachs is, uh, you know, a, it's one of the most uh, well-known financial, you know, leaders in the world. Plus, they have ties, very deep ties, with, uh, like, the uh, World Economic Forum and all the movers and shakers that are within... Um, the financial systems all around the world, including stock markets. And and so uh, anytime you see that, you always hear follow the money. That's one of the things that people say, follow the money. Uh, but this is just one of those very interesting little tidbits that he was, was part of Goldman Sachs. There's other people uh, who are political in politics that had things to do with banking systems like this. So.
0: Well, on top of that, he spent three years at the U.S. US Bank. Mm -hmm. Then he worked at a hedge fund. Then Mm -hmm. he co-founded a hedge fund. Then he moved into politics. He graduated from Oxford University with a bachelor's degree in philosophy, politics, and economics. And after graduating, he began working at Goldman in London as a junior analyst. So it wasn't like he was a primary leader there, Um, but it's still an interesting connection. Um, Then, let's see, he... Um, left Goldman Sachs got his MBA at Stanford University then he worked at a hedge fund set up his own like we said and then he served as the director at Katamaran Ventures which I know nothing about personally you know anything about it you ever used them I, no.
1: <laughs> I know absolutely nothing. it's an
0: investment it. firm that is owned by his wife Ekshata Mur- Murthy, I think is how you pronounce it, uh-huh. but he resigned before becoming an MP in 2015. So he's been the, an MP um, since 2015, but he actually resigned when the Boris Johnson, uh, what what they call that, the Partygate scandal occurred. He resigned then, and uh, recently, that that was in July of 2022, is when he resigned, and of course now he's back on the scene. Loud and
1: proud. Yeah, very, very proud. And the interesting thing about it is uh this this man has a lot of wealth and power just and influence because of his wealth and power. Um but I mean I guess one of the interesting things is his wife also. Um she is not only uh a businesswoman but she is tied to a very powerful Indian family, so from India there that have their own uh, company and things. So, like I said, very interesting guy. Yeah, she's
0: worth over, I think it's $700 million. Her dad's worth $3.5 billion. Um, so, they certainly have got some things going on. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> high up, higher up than I can consider. We do have open lines at 877 End Time, 877 363 8463. Give us a call. We're talking about uh, whether Rishi is the
2: Antichrist or not. We'd love your thoughts and opinions.
6: Or go to endtime.com.
4: If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince here with Doug Norvell. The number to join us is eight seven seven n time eight seven seven three six three eight four, six. I do want to remind you that Online Prophecy Weekend is coming up the weekend before Election Day. So go to intimecom slash opw to learn more. It's an event. We're going to be talking about things that would get censored on social media, so we can't stream it there. It's only available to subscribers to End of the Age Plus. So check out intimecom slash opw. There's going to be a session for me, Doug, and Dave. And then we're going to come together and uh, address and discuss topics um, that you have submitted, answer your questions, whatever it may be, in a, in a fourth session. So it's going to be a fun weekend. We're really excited about it. Uh, like I said, you can participate for free if you're already a subscriber on Into the H Plus, or you can sign up today and get access. So go to com slash OPW to learn more. We look forward to seeing you there that weekend. Also, we're going to get into more about Rishi Sunak, the new Prime Minister of Great Britain. And looking at whether or not he is the Antichrist or even could be the Antichrist. Um, So this is an important topic because obviously if he is, we want to know about it and uh, tell everybody that we can. So be sure to share this video, hit the heart icon, comment on it. Uh, tag your friends, whatever it takes. Help us get the word out. Uh, sharing goes a long way. So do that right now. We're going to show a clip of him here in a little bit. We think everybody needs to see it. So hit share. Let's get him in here before that clip. We are going to go to the phones now. Again, you can call us too. The number is 877-877-363-8463. Let's go to Darlene in Oklahoma. Darlene, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hey, welcome.
5: Uh, no, but- Hi. Um, Now, you guys are talking about this guy that's in Europe. You think some people, not you, but you're asking if we think it's the Antichrist?
0: Rishi Sunak. He's the new prime minister, and people are asking if he's the Antichrist or not, so that's what Mm -hmm. we're talking about.
5: Well, I don't know if he is because God's Word says there will be many that come and say that they're Christ, but um, there's also one, a rabbi... That the these other rabbis are flying out, even one in New York, to go see, and I can't remember his name, but um, he's another one. You have you guys? You probably have seen that one already, though. Do you know his name? I do not. I,
1: uh, I I know that there was some hoopla earlier. There was a guy over there that they were talking about being the Messiah because he had gone down the Wailing Wall and and said mm-hmm. some things, but. Uh, I hadn't seen a lot about him, hadn't really looked into him that much.
5: Well, they're saying that they the Messiah is there, and they've already talked to him several times, and I don't know if it's that same person or not. But anyway, the prophecy, we can't eat, they don't want us to eat meat. That's one of the prophecies. But anyway, I, I just wondered if you had seen that. I don't know if that guy is the Antichrist, because he'll be revealed at that certain time in the temple. And so
1: yeah, 2nd Thessalonians know. chapter 2 tells us that when he stands in that rebuilt temple proclaiming to be God that that's when we'll know that's the revealing of the son of perdition, the uh the antichrist there at the abomination of desolation.
5: Mhm. And in the meantime, these things are going to they're just going to be coming up, popping up, this one and that one. But mm-hmm. I, I also thought it was interesting that um you know, usually on my phone I'll get um a message that in times is on I'm not getting that anymore, I don't know if maybe I did something and I'm not real computer savvy, but I don't get that
1: notification anymore well, I'll let I Vince notice- address that because he understands more about those algorithms than I do. so
0: uh, you'll you'll need to email us, Dolly. There's way too many possibilities for me to get into right now,, yeah. so I'm not exactly sure, but our tech team can certainly help you out with that. Um, if we possibly can,
1: so I know that there. I think in the chat on Facebook, and there' a button that you can push to say receive notifications from this.
5: Yeah, I was getting them. Yeah, I mean they were coming in, but I just you know I probably got kicked off because they don't like me on. <laughs> I use my Facebook as a ministry. It's yeah. not I don't make it about me that much. Um, I just whatever I have that I can get to somebody that'll watch it. Um. That's, I just use it for a ministering tool, really.
1: Well, sometimes okay. I know that whenever they tweak stuff on Facebook, it'll it'll stop doing things that it did before, and you'll have to go back mm-hmm. in and reset things because a lot of times they'll tweak. I've I've had trouble since the new chat options have come in and and there's things that come on there sometimes there's stuff that's completely blocked and I didn't have anything to do with it and I had to learn how to redo all that so every time Mm -hmm. they upgrade Facebook there's things that happen so I'm not I'm not saying that that's what's going on here I'm just saying that that's a possibility so but I've had other people say that they're not receiving the um, alerts either so they're not letting them know when we're on the air but just remember mm -hmm. every day at three o'clock so
5: yeah oh I do I'm watching, Um, but if anything's got to be reset, I'm going
0: to have to let Ross do that because I'm not a tech person at all. I hear you. Well, Dolly thank you so much for your call. We always love hearing from you. Um, God bless you. Doug, there's a um, viewer on Facebook who apparently did get the notification. Um, Mm -hmm. Todd is his name, and he's um, watching there. You can watch us on Facebook as well. Search In Time Ministries on uh, your Facebook app. And you should be able to find us there. But his question is, does Rishi Sunak check the boxes to be the Antichrist? Is there any age criteria that must be met?
1: Well, I know that some people would like to say that they believe the Antichrist has to be around 33 years old because they believe that's when Jesus started his ministry or when he finished his ministry. So they look at things like that. But we, we don't really have an age criteria there uh it it doesn't tell us a certain age for him uh there are other clues and you know like we said before we have a link to all those 50 clues that'll tell you uh but i mean for right now the the main thing that's going on uh there and the reason why we're kind of covering this because we had some people ask and i mean he could he be a candidate and he absolutely could coming from uh England coming from Great Britain and being part of that, uh, as well as the fact that he has these other connections uh, with uh, Klaus Schwab, with the WEF. Uh, He is uh, associated with uh, some tech companies and things like that. So it's very interesting. Like I said, we just have to kind of watch him. Uh, when you hear about something like this, and this just happened hours ago, and so I tried to get as much data once I started hearing the chatter come over emails and people sending me emails saying, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? So I just started looking into him. Uh, and like I said, I didn't know a whole lot about him before the day started, but I learned a lot about him in, in just a little bit of time that I had. And so that's what we're sharing today. This may be something that we'll have to come back and revise later and look at later a little a little bit deeper and, and uncover some more things. But uh, pretty interesting in what we could find, uh, you know, just this afternoon. So, All right. Thank you for that,
0: Doug. That link is endtime.com slash antichrist, endtime.com slash antichrist. And you can see the 50 characteristics or prophecies of the Antichrist that the Bible gives us for the end time. Now, Doug, we have this clip um, and we have time to play it. The interesting thing about this is it's an interview from February 2022
5: mm-hmm.
0: and it's of a gentleman and I'm his name is slipping my memory at the moment. But um, it's of a gentleman talking about Rishi Sunak and what was coming in Great Britain. This is from February. Eight months ago he told us what would happen. Yeah. And we're going to look at that clip now and uh, see where we're at. So yeah. check it out.
4: So here, I've pulled it up for you here, yeah? So there's the video. I don't know if your camera can see that, but there's the video. There's him speaking about it. The G7 is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside... Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. His name's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And here is the article. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Yeah, And here's a quote from the article. This is in the Telegraph, the one he pulled up, okay. but it was behind a paywall. So I'll just read the quote. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? So the vaccine passport infrastructure is in place. But now we know that the vaccine doesn't stop infection or transmission, but the Checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. That's what it's called. And anyone who watches Black Mirror will know what I'm talking about. That's that TV show, right? Yeah. So... What they are telling us, and when I say they, who's they? People in power. That's the head of our economy, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, second most powerful person other than the Prime Minister and maybe the Foreign Secretary in the UK, right? He's telling us, I just played it there for you, he's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7. So a scenario where, like in New York at the moment, because the, the passport infrastructure is in place, you bring in that digital currency and you've got this total control. And if I'm speaking to you the way I'm speaking now and my employer or government, you heard that in the quote directly, yeah, deems me as saying or doing something inappropriate, suddenly I can't actually pay to come here and speak to you anymore. My, my digital currency won't even pay for the ticket because it will be known that I'm coming to speak to you. Sorry, your, your vouchers don't allow you to purchase that ticket to go and speak to Joe.
0: Wow. What stood out to you in that clip, Doug?
1: Well, of course, what we've talked about a lot here lately is this digital currency and uh, you know, it's all about control and being able to control everything from what we spend our money on to what we're eating, uh, where we travel, what we do. So we, we know Vince that this uh, this digital currency that they're talking about, this could somehow one day tie into the mark of the beast. It's another reason why uh, this gentleman is very interesting to talk about because he has been very much into this. That's exactly who they were talking about there in that uh, video clip. And when he played the recording, that's whose voice you heard on the recording is uh, Mr. Sunak, and he is uh, he's pushing this and he's pushing it along the lines with the World Economic Forum, the Chinese community or Chinese Communist Party. I'm sorry, and their their uh, plans to have like a socialistic type of uh, banking system where you have a social uh, credit score, basically, like China already has implemented. Uh, This is something that the World Economic Forum has talked about. They think it's a very good idea, and this is the way that they need to do things. It's basically what that is. It's, it's, It's taking economic sanctions events and putting it on an individual level. So now we're not sanctioning countries that aren't playing ball with... Uh, you know, the agenda of the global leaders. We're we're looking at, we can take it to individual levels now. Uh, Is that w- happening? Absolutely, it's happening. You like know, in America? Um, maybe not so much in America at this point. Our president has said that he would like to implement this by December of this year he he wants to get a digital currency earlier this year. he launched an investigation into him had a, uh, a A group go into uh, researching and investigating it to see how it could be put together here in the United States. And what they want to do is they want to shut down all the other like blockchain and things like that to where they can control the money. So they know everything about it, every aspect about it. And they've talked about wanting to implement it here. But, you know, we saw it happen in Canada. We've talked about this. You know, a numerous amount of times about how they didn't have the digital money set up yet, but they had the capability of stopping a bank account if you supported the trucker industry when they were having a strike. So it is happening. Yes. In the world. We're capable of doing it already. Mm -hmm. And,
0: of course, that's what they're wanting to happen in Great Britain. Whether it comes to the United States or not is yet to be determined. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk more about this on the other side of the break. We do have open lines at 877 end time give us a call
7: I've been part of the end time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents Irvin and Judy Baxter began the ministry from the recliner in our living room my name is Jana Robbins I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to some more calls momentarily. Um, In the meantime, I do want to remind you, endtime.com slash OPW. We're hosting Online Prophecy Weekend, the weekend before Election Day, November 4th and 5th. We'll have four different sessions, one with me, one with Doug, one with Dave, and then one with all of us together discussing the topics that you've submitted at endtime.com slash opw. So check that out. It's going to be free for End of the H Plus subscribers. We're talking about things that we can't stream on social media or on television or on any of these other places where we don't control um, the network, and so it has to be on End of the H Plus and um, we're really excited to get this out to you, really excited about how everything's going to turn out. So can't wait to see you that weekend. Go to opw to learn more and figure out how you can get access to that. All right, Doug, we just watched this video clip from February of this year where where they were talking about what was coming in Great Britain, and they even played a clip of Rishi um, Sunak talking about the digital currency. And so it's really interesting that eight months later he becomes the prime minister and now we're talking about the potential of him being the Antichrist. Now, we're not just throwing it out there as something to talk about. We're looking at what the Bible has to say. We're looking at things about uh, his life that would help us determine whether he fits inside of what the Bible says the Antichrist um, will look like. And so um, that's kind of the approach we've taken. And that clip was, to me, quite Enlightening to think this was possible that um, the information was out there, and here here it comes happening in real time. So, yeah, um, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting, and and to know also that uh, some of the way that he structured things is by studying under uh, the World Economic Forum, the uh, New World, uh, what is it called, the Young Global Leaders. Uh, He was one of the Young Global Leaders. He has come through the World Economic Forum uh, circles that we talk about so much and also studied the uh, Chinese Communist Party and the way that they've started this social uh, credit system and so all that's very interesting because already you see that his mind is uh, you know thinking along those lines and just like the gentleman said in the video a while ago when he was talking about it, one of the other things, you asked me what stuck out to me. But one of the other things that stuck out to me was uh, the COVID passport that he kind of talked about and how, you know, there's already ways that restrict your travel. They hook that up to your social credit and um, and they're able to deduct money if you break a COVID rule or law that they're making And, uh, you know, they could actually take money away from you, like penalize you for things. That's what the Chinese credit uh, system does is, you know, for instance, if they saw that you uh, open a a candy wrapper or something and threw it on the ground and they have video cameras all over the place that are watching you and they see that you threw a wrapper on the ground. Well, now you've littered and they could deduct a certain amount of money, uh, you know, from your bank account or you didn't give your your bus Uh, seat up to an elderly woman that gets on the bus or something like that they could actually begin to deduct money away from you Uh, and it's kind of like whatever the government deems uh, what you should have done you know in a circumstance they're going to try to persuade you not to make that same decision down the road because they're going to fine you for it I mean it's kind of like now you get a speeding ticket you know you're speeding down the road and at least in my case it works for a couple of months and makes me slow down for a couple of months and then I forget about it. And then, you know, the the hard uh, fact that, you know, 200 and something dollars comes out of your bank account goes away after a few months when you're driving and you start doing it again. But this is the same type of situation here, but they're going to be able to just to withdraw your money. So you think about that.
0: It's interesting how they make it so appealing, too, because, you know, I hear that and I go, man, I don't want that. But then... Yeah. I think about how yesterday I was driving to church and somebody had dropped puppies off in my front
1: yard. Yeah.
0: Just dropped them off to leave them there because they didn't want to take care of them or whatever the case. Yeah. And so now I've got these puppies that someone's left and I can either, i got to choose what to do with them. Right. Boy, if big, if big Brother was watching them, they'd be penalized and maybe they wouldn't do well, that. sure.
1: So. Yeah. I'm, now you're stuck with. What I do with these puppies, you know. So, yeah, so, yeah. It, but I still don't like it,
0: Even, <laughs> regardless, I'll just right. deal with the dogs. But, um, Doug, all this stuff, it sounds like we're living in the end time. Doesn't it, though? Are we in the end time?
1: I believe we are, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's its just so interesting because we see so many different things that are happening. And it just is more and more evidence every day that, yes, we we are indeed. Of course... We believe we've been in the end time for for quite a while now, but it's really beginning to happen uh, in, in such a, a way that you're seeing the big picture. People that even are not involved in prophecy uh, or Bible studies or anything, they're starting to say, hey, what in the world's going on? This can't be good. So, yeah, we we are definitely in the end times. Amen. Well, let's get to the calls, Doug. Let's go to Robert in
0: Texas. Robert, welcome to End of the Age. Robert here. Hey, Robert, you're live. What's your question today? Yes,
6: sir. Hey, uh, guy's doing a great job. Um, yeah, you're talking about that, you know, about that um, you know, they could penalize you if they don't like something you say. That. You know, that happened with PayPal. They they say it was an error but they rolled that out that they could penalize uh, $2,500 in damage if they didn't or for using misinformation. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much Getting in line with what you're talking about, even big companies that we know
1: of, right? And you know, anyway, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, Robert, that's an interesting thing that you bring up there too, because we're seeing that with more of the big tech companies that are involved in this. Uh, you know, when you when you look at how many of these companies are involved with the World Economic Forum and with the UN and their uh, global agenda, their uh, 2030 sustainable goals there are a lot of uh, big tech companies that are involved in that so to see a company like paypal do something like that it's interesting it just goes along with the lines that the government is trying to get their tentacles into everything
6: yeah that's true and and it may have been an error in that they rolled it out when they weren't they weren't planning but they it just shows you they have it there ready to go Uh, that's the way i see it But uh, anyway, uh, I was calling about Matthew 24, um, you know, about when Christ's return and when the disciples asked Jesus about, uh, you know, uh, the end times. And I know and I do believe in what you all teach, you know, that, um, you know, when he says that when they do see the, uh, the abomination of desolation, you know, um, in the holy place, and that's when he says all those in Judea flee to the mountains. Um, you know, I, I believe what y'all say, but um, I just was wanting to know, because they asked them three questions. Am I correct? They asked them about uh, uh, they asked him privately, destruction of the temple takes place, and what are the signs of this coming, and of the end, where does he speak about the destruction of the temple and all this and all that he spoke of because there are those that try to put that, that what happens in Judea already happened when the temple was destroyed and to be able to explain that to somebody that brings that up, how would that where would how would I be able to explain it to them when they come up well there's no not mention about the temple being destroyed, but that. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: Right, absolutely. And so, you know, when, when he talks about uh, the temple and the destruction of the temple, when he's telling them this, he he's telling them, uh, you know, about that future that's coming. And we know that that happened in 70 A.D. But what exactly. the the other things that they talk about is... Uh, you know, what will be the sign of his coming and the end of the age. And so as he gets their attention when he says, because they're talking about how beautiful the temple is, and they're looking at it from the Mount of Olives. And he said, I'll tell you the truth, even as as beautiful it is, there's not one stone going to be left on that. Uh, And then, you know, these certain things are going to begin to happen. Well, we know that happened in 70 AD. And the way that we know that... uh, you know, that was not the abomination and desolation uh, that Jesus was talking about. For one thing we know is that Jesus hasn't returned yet. I mean, we are not living in a millennial age right now. Even though a lot of uh, preterists and, and people that believe that these prophecies have already been fulfilled completely, uh, we haven't seen these things happen. The The Romans came in during 70 AD. It was basically a massacre as they were coming in there, and they threw the stones down. And so when you go into Jerusalem now, when we go and visit Israel, you go to the Temple Mount now, the stones are still laying there on the ground from that second temple error. But we also see in Revelation you know, chapter 11, 1 and 2, that there's going to be another temple, and that's going to be in the time uh, of the future. Because remember, in Revelation... When in Revelation chapter 4, it says for John to come up here because he comes up in the spirit to show him what must be hereafter. And then he begins right. to show him the things about measuring for a temple. So right. he, he does all that then. And then, of course, you know, there's so many things that have not been fulfilled in, in Bible prophecy. Uh, we haven't seen a, a war that's killed one third of mankind uh, we, we haven't seen the two witnesses come on the scene. We haven't seen the Antichrist come on the scene. We haven't seen the mark of the beast. And so we, we haven't seen any of those things. Uh, but specifically when Jesus begins to tell them about uh, the, the future event of what is known as the abomination of desolation, when it says there's a key verse in there that I always try to get people to understand. He says in uh, verse 15 that when you shall uh, therefore see the abomination and desolation spoken of by the prophet, uh, by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Then he says, whosoever readeth, let him understand. So the disciples hadn't even written the gospels yet. None of this was written. And a lot of people try to say, well, you know, that's for the Jewish people. It's not for the Jewish people because Jewish people don't read the New Testament. They don't believe in the New Testament because they don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So this is letting a future generation that's going to have the Word of God understand this stuff. And then it tells us about, um, you know, those being in Judea and everything. That's how we know that there's going to be a two-state solution is because it lets us know that that's where that tribulation is going to start. And right now, Judea is the hot spot. Uh, we actually had a... a um, Headline that came out on Friday we were going to talk about, but we didn't have time to get to it, about the U.N. coming and saying most definitely the settlements of the Jewish people in Judea are breaking international laws and that those people need to be held up in an international criminal court for building houses in that area. So that scripture, when it says, "...let them be in Judea, flee into the mountains," and it says, "...for there shall be great tribulation, such as was never before and never shall be again," That hasn't happened yet, but it's getting ready to, and that UN solution is one way that we understand that, that resolution. I'm sorry I said solution. I meant resolution. Two, three, three, four. So those yeah, are just so some ways that we know that. Robert, I, I hate to cut you
0: off, but we have 30 seconds left, and we don't have time to go any further on this question. Okay, We're sir. running out great of time. talking to
6: you all. You're doing a great job. Be listening to you.
0: Thank you, sir. We appreciate your call. Doug? Online Prophecy Weekend's coming up. Intime.com slash OPW is the link to go to. Uh, last little tidbit that one of our viewers brought out the name Rishi, which I've now looked up and confirmed through websites, not officially. His name means a priest's name or ray of light. Hmm. And then his last name, Sanak, means a teacher. Interesting information. Yeah, Don't have time that. to get into it. We'll see you tomorrow at 3.